0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. For Spike, where the wild things are, Cullen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Uh, first and foremost, allow me to thank Low Tide Cava Bar for the cava that I'm drinking on today's episode. and, oh,
1: and allow me to thank Kroger <laughs> for my delicious Kroger Purified brand drinking water. Ah, bulanaca. Bulanaca. I think mine probably tastes better than yours. probably
0: um, yeah so man today was long Jeez. I was out uh, I was out walking neighborhoods as I was telling you beforehand and um, mm-hmm. and I we pulled up to this one <laughs> we pulled up to this one neighborhood and I'm gonna preface this entire thing before uh, I continue this story and be like this is when I was drinking so I was a much different person but um, the story you're telling yeah the story I'm about to tell so <laughs> So I pull up today to this neighborhood, and uh, like me and the guy that's in the car with me, there are these two girls sitting, women, uh, outside this house. And I looked up ladies. and he, what's that? Two two ladies. Right. And I was like, he was like, oh, there's two girls out there. And I was like, yeah. And uh, I looked up and I was like, huh? You can go to that house. And he's like, oh, why? And I was, like, well. Uh, you can just go to that house. I'll go to the other one. And like I'm looking on the thing and I'm looking up the name and I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely who I thought it was. It was a girl that one night when I was like hammered uh I met her at a bar and not far from here, just a few blocks down the road. And she uh she was talking to me and she was like yeah, let's, uh, let's get out of here. And I was like, great, you want to go to my house? And she goes, no, I'm here with my mom, who was also in the front yard with her at the time. She's like, I'm here with my mom. Let's just go out back and do this. And I was drunk, so I was like, yeah, that sounds like b- the best idea ever. <laughs> and then, so today was the first day I saw her since then. She looked good.
1: So you didn't uh, feel like giving her campaign literature?
0: I did not feel like giving her campaign literature. I felt like a phone call probably would have been much more appropriate.
1: Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. So, um, but you look good. Uh, that's your, that's the campaign story you want to share today.
0: Yeah. That's the campaign story I want to share today. Uh, what, what you see going door to door here in your hometown.
1: Um, I think someone I realized why make, people go to
0: different areas.
1: Someone should make a, uh, a horror movie screen, screenplay about <laughs> what would happen.
0: Gee, that would be a great idea. So, a thriller, if a you thriller, will. A thriller, a psychological horror thriller, if you will.
1: With um, with with uh, assault, with various forms of assault, in
0: various it. forms of assault and anger. Right on that third wave feminism. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was my day. <laughs> Um, he was like, why don't you want to go over there? She's cute. And I was like, Oh yeah, I know you want her number. I'll give it to you. Uh, you can use it. I never, I'm, I i will not ever use it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, speaking of assault, (laughs) Jeffrey rush.
1: Yes. Speaking of sexual questionable,
0: sexual (laughs) choices. (laughs) Right. Uh, Academy Award winning Jeffrey Rush, who won Best Actor back in 1997 for the movie Shine, which personally I think is a travesty because even though I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, he deserved it for
1: Jerry Maguire that year. Just- for 1970. Yeah, that was good. That was my favorite. Are we saying 1979? 1997. 1997. Yeah. That would be the year of Jerry Maguire. Okay, good. Never yeah. mind. Go well, ninety
0: six. Jerry Maguire came out. I can't believe I know this. Jerry Maguire came out on December thirteenth, nineteen ninety six,
1: and Big movie. yeah, great movie. Love that movie. Not so I can't judge. Yeah. Um,
0: show me the money.
1: Love that movie. Um, but uh, everyone knew he was a Scientologist. Right,
0: yeah, that was when he was still kind of normal. Yeah, he was still with Nicole Kidman, and it seemed age-appropriate and um, stuff. Um, he wasn't jumping up and down on couches in Oprah's house.
1: He wasn't grabbing Oprah by the arms and shaking her physically.
0: Right, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jeffrey Rush uh, is has been accused of sexual assault, which appears to be stemming from. A text message emoji that he sent of the winky tongue out smiling face.
1: I was there, <laughs> um, and I said, I, "I can't believe that Jeffrey Rush just sent the winking smiley emoji the Wink- semicolon uppercase P emoji emoji to to unknown, unknown. actress unknown." there right next to unknown actress
0: name, number seven on the cast list um, whose, name,
1: whose name is obvi- who's, if i think like, like yesterday this happened
0: whose name is obviously uh, who's
1: name clearly is Aaron <laughs> Jean
0: Norville yep Aaron Jean Norville
1: uh, one of my best friends yeah <laughs> Shocked. I was as shocked as anyone else was when they heard this. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, she, she accused him of uh, sending this emoji, which made her, which made her feel uh, panicked and unsafe. And then accused him of, while picking her up from the
1: ground during rehearsals. Yeah. He ran his hand down her torso and traced the the so so this is for you this is my left but right. across her torso down her torso right and trace across for
0: anybody listening he's like running his hand like kind of down the middle of the chest and then over, oh, yeah, across,
1: our, over our, across yeah for our, over for across top. under yeah.
0: the uh, the the breast
1: area of his across leg. her right breast right so this is actually my left but I'm doing this for your reference right down the torso. Across the right breast.
0: Back and to the left. Back and to the, the, the left.
1: My left. You're right. <laughs> um, you know, have we explored the possibility that Ted Cruz's dad actually did this turn? <laughs> because this is a total Raphael Cruz move, move right here. Down her torso. Across the right breast. Now, right. this <laughs> seems less plausible for me because I don't, I'm don't. i not voluptuous. Right. This woman... Who I know very well is, <laughs> in fact, it.
0: It, it appears not, pictured. I mean, I've got I've got face pictures. I don't have anything below 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 the face on her. But uh, yeah, she called it inappropriate behavior. She said that she felt shamed from Mr. Rush, the Academy Award winning actor, who was only in that movie for about fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, I'm still. I, gotta, I, gotta I don't know why her. I'm still bitter about this like I am still bitter that he beat Tom Cruise.
1: And he was only in it 15 20 minutes?
0: Yeah, so it was about the it was about a uh, shine, uh the the piano playing guy Shine. I don't right. remember that guy's real name. It's Jeffrey Rush to me. Um and it's his entire life and then he comes in like towards the ends of the movie and he's only in the movie for like 15 20 maybe 30 minutes stops. and um and uh, he won best actor and I was like, "Wow, that's Pretty impressive considering Tom Cruise was in every single scene of Jerry Maguire. Um, he killed, killed every scene. He did. Murdered it. So good. Uh,
1: you have king you have you have crowned a man who is sending out dirty emojis yes. to people and tracing his hand under the torso. I feel
0: as though the Academy of motion picture arts uh, should rescind the Oscar given to Jeffrey Rush and give it retroactively to Tom Cruise for Jerry Maguire.
1: I want to see that just to see how how that react. Yeah, I just want to be able to say that that happened on the show next week. Yeah,
0: and I um, um, and I will finally <laughs> rejoice because okay, so the re- I remember I actually know the reason I'm still bitter about it. So um, my first date with Becky. <laughs> Which apparently is an insult now. Uh my first date with Becky was to see
1: well, an actual Becky. An actual
0: Becky. Uh, yeah. Becky. My first date with Becky was to go see Jerry Maguire on mm. the day after opening day. Which is why I also know the opening day, because I was a very lonely teenager, much as I am now. And um except not a teenager. Um and uh <laughs> 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 and so I remember going on our first date and we went out for a while and um, then we broke up and I was all broken hearted and sad as you know, you are with your first loves kind of stuff. And I remember watching the Academy Awards and Jerry Maguire was uh, nominated for best picture, best actor, best director, best supporting actor, best screenplay. And I said, if it wins any, if it wins three of these awards, we're going to get back together. Don't know why I picked three, but I did. Uh, and it won One, for Cuba Gooding Jr., who apparently
1: decided to stop acting after that. Um. Stop acting well. Right. Um, Um. so, So it wasn't like it was close, though. It wasn't like it was just two, and then Jeffrey Rush screwed you up. I mean you were it wasn't you said 3 but it was 1 so it wasn't like you were 1 off.
0: Right. Yeah, no. I I was I was 2 off, but I've always taken that one personally. Especially, okay, and The English Patient won best picture that year. And anybody who's seen The English Patient, that movie was so boring. Like how did you sit through the entire thing if you've seen it? Like I did not
1: like The English Patient. Yeah, it, I don't like that
0: movie. I, I didn't like, like it before it won best picture. It's boring. It's stupid. Yeah.
1: No, Jerry Maguire. Tom Cruise has, even in the movies where he's insane, we we don't like Tom. What I shouldn't say that America's come to not like Tom Cruise because he's nuts and combative, and uh, and hasn't run for president yet. Um, hey. but he, you know, if you know what I mean. Uh, but uh, he's a really good actor, and he's even in the garbage movies he plays, and he's good. Like he did this movie where. Um he was a uh he was a fighter pilot in like the future but it turned out that he actually was just one of many clones.
0: Oh, day after tomorrow? I,
1: probably. And and that there was this um uh hive uh that was in the I don't remember all the details. I was only half watching it uh with my wife. But um he was good in that. And that was a garbage movie. It's great uh effects. Uh, that had Jeremy
0: he, Piven in it, right?
1: Did it? It had Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, no, no. Anyway, uh, he was good in that. Like he's in stupid movies that he's good in. He's good in like the Mission Impossible movies, which you don't have to act well to be in those types of movies. Like if you look at the Fast and Furious movies, no one is delivering Oscar-worthy performances in those. I mean, they're all right, but they're not. They're what, they are what they are, right. and he's good in those. The fact that he doesn't have an Oscar is a travesty in the entire industry.
0: Right, and I mean, he should have won for Jerry Maguire, personally. In my, you know, obviously in my personal opinion, and he should have won Best Supporting Actor for Magnolia in 1999 at the 2000 uh, awards, but he lost that to freaking Sir Michael Caine for the abortion movie.
1: Oh, is that the same year as the abortion movie? Yeah, this as, is, uh, Cider House Rules. Cider House Rules. Yeah. So it's not right. It's not yeah. Right, and I'm not a fan of, of Tom Cruise or of Scientology, but no. I not this is not right. This isn't right. And look, and now look, you've you've given to Jeffrey Rush, who's going around sliding in girls DMs with <laughs> with plant pics. With, with winky face emojis winky emojis i bet, I bet next is winky please.
0: face emojis
1: winky face emojis with the tongue sticking out followed no doubt by the eggplant and the, the water squirting and i'm sure well that's a bombshell testimony tomorrow and and then he's i don't know why I keep doing this he's 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 then he he's accosting young women impressionable young women trying to get a start in the world of I guess in this case theater and he's dragging his hand down down. down all of this him.
0: all of this could have been avoided. And possibly even Tom Cruise's crazy Scientology stuff
1: if you would have just given him an Oscar. How do we know that Tom Cruise wasn't radicalized by that obvious slight and that conversely Jeffrey Rush took it to his head and said, I'm now Oscar Award winner, Jeffrey Rush. I show up for 15 minutes and get an <laughs> Oscar so, of course, oh, hey, here's a beautiful woman. I'm going to run my hand down your torso and then across the right side of your breast. It's, so, this is your fault, America.
0: It is. It's, I mean, and mainly it's the Academy's fault more than anything else. In my, in
1: but my... who tolerates the existence of the Academy? Right. Us, the people. The world. Great job, the world. Right. This is on your hands. Speaking of absolutely insane. And uh, uh, people in Hollywood who make questionable decisions. Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Kanye. Kanye West. Musical genius. And I don't say that. I say, I say that unironically because I'm a big Kanye West fan when it comes to his music. He, uh, as some of you may have heard, uh, Kanye West. yay Ye. Yeezy? Yeezy? He's going by? Yee? I don't anyway, know. Kanye, or yay, I guess. <laughs> <coughs> uh, so he's been very, uh, I'm sure most of you know, Kanye West has been meeting with Trump and saying that black people don't have to be Democrats and talking about uh, freeing Larry Hoover and, uh, and making spaceships uh, with Apple with technology Apple. that Trump would fly in.
0: We'd get rid of Air Force One, and he would fly yeah, around in a
1: solar-powered... Yeah. Apple phone Apple, plane. Apple plane. The iPlane. Yes. And which Trump looked at. Um, and so uh, I guess a couple days ago, it came out that uh, Kanye was going to be sponsoring a brand called Blexit, which is a play on words to Brexit. And it's basically going to be a campaign headed by Candace Owen. Yep. Owen. Oh who's going to, your 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 fiancé, right. um, and right. who... Hashtag um, Matandis. Yeah, hashtag Matandas, um, who is... Um, uh, it, it's geared towards convincing black people to not vote Democrat. I don't know if it's specifically... Or to leave the Democratic Party. I don't know if it's specifically to then join the Republican Party or just don't be a Democrat at the very least. Right. And I guess Kanye today came out saying he had nothing to do with that. Um, it was just a logo... He had been shown a logo by Candace um, that and the designer of the logo didn't want their name associated with it. So she put his name on it. He had nothing to do with that. And he then went on a rant about supporting the troops and that he just wants to bring jobs and opportunity back to America. And then he ended it by saying that he's done with politics and that he just wants to focus on music. Which he has said before. Right. But uh that's until the next time until the next time that he goes on on a rant. So Kanye does um, he goes on these very long, impressively long manic fits for anywhere from a few days to a couple months. And in this case it was closer to a couple months, and he goes on these kind of and and because he's so um, because he's a you know one of the the, the most influential people in hip hop ever and because he is such a dynamic figure. Um, the media follows him along on his on his plates of fancy, and then he eventually calms back down and says, "No, no, 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 I'm I'm just going to back off for a bit." And he does, and then he comes back later. So we're we're seeing the the natural pattern of Kanye West. Yeah, I just want to bring it up because Candace Owens is part. Of it.
0: <laughs> and uh, we haven't done a hashtag Metandis in a while, so I mean, it... my a Hashtag Metandis. I know, and
1: that you know, it's it, it, it's lost a little steam. I know. But that's okay. <laughs> This is not a, a sprint; it's a marathon.
0: It, it is a marathon. You get you got to start out. Uh, you got to start out low when trying to get a good hashtag campaign going, and work your way up because they don't just pop
1: up overnight. Exactly, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Um, he, I forgot what, it was, what it, oh he uh, lost many hashtag campaigns. Many hashtag campaigns he before did, he became president. Yep.
0: Tons of hashtag campaigns lost by Abraham Lincoln, and he said, don't worry, just keep putting out the
1: hashtags. Putting the same hashtag up, and eventually it'll catch on. And if anyone is against it, I'll throw them in jail.
0: Four hashtags and 700 tweets ago. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Famous, famous, Abraham Lincoln, famous Abraham Lincoln quotes. Hashtag Gettysburg, right. and that was a, that was another big one. Um, so, so we're just going to keep plugging away at it. But right. uh, yeah, Kanye. Um, Hashtag Africa or Haiti. Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so this is. I'm, Kanye will be back um, with something else equally out there. Yeah. But uh, I just like, and I've said this before on the show and in general, I like when someone even if I don't agree with what they said, if they just say something that isn't the standard issue, acceptable pop culture opinion, like Muhammad Shaker's ex-girlfriend Taylor Swift did with her, you know, we have to vote for the Democrat because there's respect for the rights of oh, just go on and on. And, 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 you know, whatever the, what's considered the polite, you know, "Quote unquote politically correct" thing to say. Anytime someone says something other than that, unless it's you know, quote wanting genocide or something like that, obviously not. But if it's if, you know, other than that, if even if it's crazy or I disagree with it, just the fact that he said something that was outside of what you're allowed, what to, you're say, allowed to say and immediately back off. I will always respect Kanye West for that. Right um, now, is
0: Kanye. Is Kanye West um, the one that uh, produces Eminem?
1: No, that's Dr. Dre. That's
0: Dr. Dre? Uh, I don't know. Because yeah, according to I Hillary agree. Clinton, they all look alike.
1: Yes. Speaking of which, <laughs> that's a great segue, Matt. <laughs> people looking alike because they're black, Hillary Clinton. Yesterday, was it? Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday... In an interview with someone, uh, they said – they were asking her her thoughts of uh, – so it was Eric Holder, the former um, attorney general under Barack Obama, who said something along the lines of, um, "If when they go low, we, we kick them. them. So he, he took uh, Michelle Obama's quote of, if they go low, we go high, and Michelle he Hillary says, Clinton. no, 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 if the Republicans go low, we kick them. That's the new Democratic way or something right. like that. Um, and so they were, I guess they were asking uh, Hillary her opinion of that, but they uh, mistakenly uh, said that it was attributed it to Senator Cory Booker.
0: Yes. Who looks
1: literally nothing like Eric Holder. Nothing.
0: They have one feature in common.
1: They, they both are medium-toned African-American gentlemen. Yep. And that is to the extent, to whatever extent that two people that share that look alike, that's how they much, they look. Nothing. Matt and I are both. Uh, 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 white men in, in our in our well Matt Matt didn't talk about it but we're in a various age group together <laughs> and uh, uh, and yet we we don't look alike um, don't uh, out my age to people man we're both incredibly attractive white men we are both and, incredibly um,
0: attractive white men
1: like almost off puttingly attractive right like, um, uncomfortably attractive white yeah. men and uh, but we don't look alike. Intimidating, um, anyway, so, intimidatingly so. attractive. Some yes, exactly. A lot of yeah. the people don't watch the show just because they come on and they're like, "Whoa, a little bit too much," and they back it, they, <laughs> it, it, it. It makes them feel uncomfortable and makes them question things. And I get it. I get it. You know, sometimes we're not all there. Um, Cory Booker. Cory so, Booker. Uh... <laughs> um, so she says uh, that it was Cory Booker that says it, and Hillary says, "No, no, no, Eric Holder." And the lady's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And Hillary says something like, "Well, that's okay. They all look alike." Hillary Clinton, everyone. And
0: while the the interviewer, I believe, immediately said, "No, they don't."
1: Yes, yeah, yeah Hillary, the, whatever her name was, was like, "No, they don't." Like, and
0: <laughs> the interviewer immediately is like, "No, that's yeah. not right."
1: No, 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 they don't because she knew where this was going to go. Yeah. It has. And Hillary made a joke, uh, something like, Oh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg told me to do that. I guess that woman had had a weird interview with Mark Zuckerberg the day before or the week before whatever. Anyway. So, so it was, I mean, obviously it was Hillary's attempt at a joke. Um, and she's joked uncomfortably before she had made a joke about, uh, native Indians versus East Indian, like Asian Indians, And I think there was a reference to like um, 7-Elevens or something like that. Like, I mean, she, 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 she's trying to make a joke. Right. And they're not good jokes. First of all, they aren't.
0: I really feel as though any jokes about race from the uh, democratic party should just come from Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Biden should be the only one making any kind of jokes about race from the democratic party. Because right. Crazy Uncle Joe is just crazy enough to say it. Anybody else is just, you're not going to get away with it.
1: Joe Biden, the Sam Kinnison of, uh, of, of the Democratic Party, ladies and gentlemen. Um, people get that reference. Um, but uh, Matt did. Uh, so, um, but yeah, he uh, he would be good for that. So my thing is, first of all, Hillary putting us, well, there's two things here. One, first is you don't get to call everyone racist um, and bigoted and, you know, transphobic and everything else uh, and then uh, turn around and um, make fairly uncomfortable, not funny racial jokes. Right. Uh, you don't get to do that without getting a uh, lamp. I mean, you can. You have the right. She has the right to say that. But um, whatever scorn she gets is is thoroughly deserved. Um, And then second of all, this is the woman who not jokingly referred to black teenagers as super predators in uh, defense of her uh, husband's sponsored bill that basically um, it was a a crime bill. And one of the things it did was that it treated um, uh, teenagers that were convicted of certain crimes as adults, like required by federal law that they were treated that way instead of leaving it up to the judge's discretion. And she said, Well, you know, these aren't teenagers, they're super predators. But and and the question was phrased to her um speaking specifically about how it would affect black people. Um and so Was that
0: during so the midnight I... basketball era? What's that? Was that during the midnight basketball era? Like they were the... like okay, so one of the back in back in the nineties, I remember Al Gore pushing this. There was like some huge anti-crime push. And Al Gore went out there and he said, the reason that they are committing so many and I'm going to paraphrase the crap out of this, but he was like the reason that they are committing so many crimes is there's nowhere for them to play basketball at midnight, so we need <laughs> to make sure that the, <laughs> so we need to make sure that the um, courts like the park courts are open at midnight so they can uh, play basketball
1: because." Because if you don't give black people an opportunity to play basketball at any time of the day, they'll go out and commit crime, violent crime instead. Right. Is the implication there. Right.
0: Because they're super predators who love it's
1: basketball true. more than predatoring. And there's nothing who... Yeah, but they... Did, exactly. Their love for the predator <laughs> of, of, of preying upon everyone around them is uh, surpassed only by their love for basketball at all times. Um Right. That's a comfortable thing to say. Um, <laughs> I'm really hoping that someone didn't just tune in ten seconds ago, and 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 give us an opportunity to put that in context.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, hit rewind if you can.
1: Rewind if this allows you to rewind, or just you know, just just believe us when we say that. that, we don't that. <laughs> right. Um, but no, no, yeah. So it's... so and that they they all, as Hillary said, they all look they all look alike. They all look alike. Um,
0: they all look alike. Al Gore says they need basketball so they don't commit crimes, and Hillary calls them all super predators.
1: It all comes together. <laughs> and more, more black men were imprisoned uh, under Bill Clinton than every other president combined, or some crazy stat like that. Yep. Some ridiculous stat Something like that. Insane, yeah. yeah, like a crazy number. Um,
0: yeah, and I think... I remember watching um, The Kings of Comedy with uh, a yeah. Bernie Mac yeah. and uh, yeah. Cedric the Entertainer, right, right. and I think that came out in like '03 oh, ish.
1: Yeah, it was like early 2000s. Yeah, right.
0: and Cedric the Entertainer, like I was, I was at an age at that point where it's like I was, I understood politics and I knew that Bill Clinton was kind of a moron um, and not all that he was cracked up to be by people right, right, on right. the left, and uh, Bernie Mac was like. Yeah, people was out here talking about whether or not we ever going to get a black president. Well, we had Bill Clinton, and that was close enough, and I was like, "You know, he threw more
1: of y'all in jail than like anybody. Bill Clinton threw black people in Bill Clinton face-fisted the black community with um the police. Yes.
0: With the, yeah. He, <laughs> he he police-fisted. He 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 used the boot of the police. He used the straight- boot
1: of the police. Our viewership went way up just now. Yeah. <laughs> That. I'm good. Hey guys, hey welcome guys. to the show.
0: Hi Victoria <laughs> Llewellyn. thanks for tuning in. Uh, Clinton
1: police fisted millions of black men. Some some women.
0: may say that he American history acts the black community using the boot of the police
1: right on the curb. Right of on the, the curb
0: of marijuana laws,
1: marijuana <laughs> <laughs> substance uh, 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 control laws. Um, so yeah, so that you know. So that was that was a fun thing that Hillary said. Yes. And um I I like I said I there's no amount of scorn uh that uh I mean even most people on the left are willing to admit that there's not a, a massive amount of difference between Donald Trump whom they hate and Hillary Clinton whom they also sort of hate. Right. Um for most <laughs> of them it was enough for them to vote for a lot of them it was not enough for them to vote. So uh I'm sure this will help her her increasingly likely likely 2020 run for for the president where they can drag out that old chestnut of black men look alike right but it's okay everyone cuz she's got hot sauce in her purse
0: that's right she's she carries hot sauce in the purse so it's fine in her
1: purse as everyone does right
0: well I'm, if my dad carried a purse i'm certain he would carry hot sauce in it
1: i have hot sauce in my car um what kind uh, Louisiana uh, or bust? No, no, no. It's um, oh, what is it? Not Texas Pete. Oh, Texas Pete. No, actually, I think it is Texas Pete. Oh, it's not Tabasco. It's yeah, it's Texas. As Pete. long as it's, it's, it's
0: not Tabasco, that's yeah, it's fine.
1: It's not Tabasco. It is Texas Pete. And the one I really like is um, I forget the brand, but anytime you go to a jerk chicken place, it's like right there on the counter, and I always just squirt up all my food with it. Nice. Um, yeah. Oddly enough, I don't go to a lot of jerk chicken places. Well, if you did, you know what I was talking about. But see, you're honest about it. If I talked to Hillary Clinton about this, she'd be like, "Of course, I go to jerk chicken places every day. I sure like that jerk chicken." (laughs) I have some jerk chicken right in my purse right now.
0: Uh, So, speaking of crazy presidential (laughs) candidates, um, Brazil elects a literal Nazi. (laughs) A literal Nazi. A literal Nazi. Literally Hitler.
1: So, I didn't really follow this closely. I, I know Brazilian even. politics.
0: Did you follow it at all? I mean, I started following it like a week ago, but not even that closely because right. it's Brazilian politics. Like, I don't care. Yeah, um, it,
1: it's not It's not in my immediate... I follow politics in general. Um, and I know Brazil's overall... I know... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lula, uh, the, the guy that was their president for uh, for quite a while who... Right he was president for a long period of time during their economic expansion. And then it turned out he was skimming from the top and now he's in prison. Yes. And, uh, and then there was a uh, Rusev, his, his, um, his protege who replaced him, Rusev. Cause Can't you remember. know,
0: when, when you're arrested for fraud, the person that really needs to get in, go in your place is the person you've been training.
1: <laughs> your protege. Now, yeah, I, I think it was actually while she was in office that they found out, but uh, He's been alleged to be corrupt for a long time. Right. So here's a, here's a common trope in, in politics everywhere. You have, it's usually a very corrupt and socially um, against kind of what socially the country wants left wing government who goes into office and usually screws things up economically. Um, and becomes further and further to the left and more and more corrupt as they go along. But what they don't do is become a dictatorship, and that is their fatal error. And I'm not a favor of left-wing dictatorships, but the only way you get to remain in power is when you create these types of governments is to do what uh, Hugo Chavez and now Maduro, uh, 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 the guy that replaced him, Maduro, are are doing, or what Fidel Castro did in Cuba, or what um, the Kim uh, family the Kim dynasty has done in um, in North Korea um, or what the Soviets did or any of that. When you just are like, Hey guys, keep voting for us. What ends up happening is that the people get so sick and tired. The the, the voting public becomes so sick and tired um, of you and of what you've done to their country and their finances and their society that they vote in people who actively campaign on hurting you specifically. Um, and in his, in his speech right before the election day, cause he had won, he won the runoff, he won the, the, the general election, but not, he didn't get 50%. So they had a runoff between him and Haddad. I think his name is the, the, something the, like that, the yeah. what's that? I that re- yeah, I read it a few days ago. It's something like, yeah, Haddad ish. Yeah. Haddad yeah, and, uh, uh Jair uh, Bolsonaro is, is, is the, the guy who won his name and he he gave a speech the day before where he said basically that the leftists can either be expelled or destroyed um and uh the voter said yeah to that, and he won with like fifty six percent of the vote or something like that um and so any here he, 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 here's here's another problem I feel like I'm talking a lot you have something to say matt no you're doing you're doing great just you just keep on you just so, i I'll,
0: I'll interrupt you if uh if i have anything to add.
1: <laughs> Anytime you want to interject, just, just, uh, just let me know. Yeah. Um, so every time someone to the right, and this is pretty much in every country uh, that has a free press, every time someone to the right, this is I like the thing with the breast. to the right, this is my <laughs> life, but it's your right. Anyone someone to the right of what pop culture, media and government determine is the acceptable center which is usually far to the left of what most people would consider it. So in this country, it's like anyone to the right of Hillary Clinton is far right. So there it's the same thing. Anyone pretty pretty much to the left of this Haddad guy is far right. And what happens is when everyone is Hitler, Bush was Hitler. Bush was okay? Hitler. Trump Bush was Hitler. Hitler. Romney was Hitler. McCain was Hitler.
0: Trump is obviously Hitler.
1: Well, so here's what happens. Now you get a guy like Trump whose rhetoric if not his policy, because his policy is pretty much the same as everyone else before him, but his rhetoric is so far out. I mean, he's literally encouraging his supporters to attack people, uh, promising to pay their you know attorneys' fees if they beat someone up, uh, telling cops to you know rough up people when they arrest them. Like, I mean, so you've got just the beginning of someone really talking in a in a truly nakedly authoritarian way. Now you call him a far right literal Nazi. You've already desensitize people to Dude, that it's right. like right it's been desensitized oil. if you keep calling someone nazi 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 now what happens two things happen one someone can come in and be and I'm not calling Trump a nazi but you can you can progressively get in people who are closer and closer to being a literal nazi and your rhetoric doesn't you're calling them that doesn't mean anything anymore because people go oh so he's like bush because you called him a nazi too right. the other thing that happens is that and, and the, the right does this with communism. When you call everything to the outside of what you believe, Communist. Nazism or communism or, or whatever, anyone who agrees with that policy goes, hmm, maybe this Nazism is something I should look into. Maybe this communism is something I should look into. And that you've already desensitized them to the terms, so now they're reading this stuff dispassionately and being exposed to it by people who actually do support that. And they go, hey, you know what? That doesn't sound too bad. So you get an increasing number of people who they read these, you know, soft revisionist accounts of what Nazism ago and say, hey, you know what? That doesn't sound as bad as I was told. And or maybe I don't agree with that. But, you know, maybe something closer to that isn't all that bad. And I think that's what happened. that combined with corruption and, you know, bad policies that that, you know, harm people, crime in Brazil is is rampant and through the roof. And now someone's coming in and promises that he's going to keep them safe and kick out all these scumbags who have been doing all this. And they don't care if he praises former dictators. They don't care if he, you uh, uh, you know, promises to, you know, really like harm people. They actually want that. You've created that reality. So that's what we're seeing in Brazil. We'll see it many times. Who knows? You know, hopefully, he's supposedly he's surrounded by Austrian economists. So hopefully, whatever he does, he also liberates the economy. I was gonna say, can is only, he gonna be
0: like the new Pinochet? That's I'm. I didn't want to say it.
1: I I, I don't want to jinx it. But he has some some Austrian school economists economists in his close circle. And um, for those who don't know, Augusto Pinochet was a Chilean dictator who took over because the socialists were ruining Chile. Uh, and so he basically took over, killed many, many, many socialists and threw not just socialists, but people who opposed his, his dictatorship. Who threw him out of but
0: helicopters,
1: he threw him out of helicopters, yeah. uh, and, and had him shot too. Uh, some of them were shot. Some of them were thrown out of helicopters. Really? It was, a, it was like a, a, when you wheel, you spun and see how you had died. Um, but, um, and the biggest, the biggest pie on the wheel was helicopter. Um, but he also liberated the economy. He also, oddly enough, made some very liberalizations to the economy, uh, including privatizing their pension system and many other things that to this day are a part of why Chile is the most prosperous area in South America. Mixed bag there, guys. Right. Uh, certainly not going to. Um,
0: not, I'm not, condo- not condoning it, the uh, throwing of people out of helicopters.
1: No, or of dictatorships. Or, or of you. dictatorships. Because it wasn't, we talk about, you know, he threw communists out of helicopter. He also threw people that were against communism, but, you know, didn't want a dictator out of, a lot of people got thrown out of helicopter. Um, Helicopter rides were plentiful. There was plenty of helicopter rides going on. It was a service, free helicopter removal service. Um, So I certainly don't want it to go that way. Hopefully the rhetoric was, was, more campaign rhetoric, and he's not really going to push that hard libertarian uh, uh, authoritarian-wise. And hopefully we'll just see uh, a lot of liberalization of their economy um, in, in the form of, of actual, like, solid libertarian Austrian economics. But we'll see. Right. We won't know. We I, don't know.
0: With the... Going back a little bit to the whole, you know, every time that you call somebody a Nazi, you you desensitize that term just a little bit to everybody else out there. Because, you know, calling Trump Trump. a Nazi or calling Bush a Nazi or Romney a Nazi. Like, you know, those people aren't Nazis. They aren't. They just aren't. Um, But when you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's a Nazi or you're literally Hitler or, you know, whatever. Uh, And it it does. The same thing goes with uh, calling somebody racist. And, like, just because...
1: But perfect example, yes, exactly.
0: Right, just because uh, somebody said, like, so many things just automatically go to, oh, well, that seems racist, you know, right. like Halloween costumes, since that's tomorrow. Um, Halloween costumes, it's like if a five-year-old girl wants to dress up as Moana, and I think <laughs> Moana was the girl and.
1: Yeah, Moana.
0: Okay, I never saw the movie. I didn't know if that was the guy or that was a girl. Um, sure. So if little girls want to dress up as Moana, and you know, like that's not cultural appropriation and that's not racist,
1: in my own personal opinion, it's it's, it's a little girl dressing up like Moana. Exactly. But, and then what happens is you desensitize people until that guy that showed up at the thing at the mall dressed up like Hitler or dressed up like an SS soldier. And he's got his kids dressed up like Hitler and presumably Ava Braun. And well that's racist. Yeah, that I am with you on that one. That's racist, or at the very least, that...
0: Well, was he know, white? What's that? Was he white?
1: He was definitely white. Well, I mean, is it racist? He's dressed up as a white guy. <laughs> I, well, it wasn't cultural appropriate. <laughs> he was definitely using his own culture there. <laughs> I don't know if you but um so I will give you that, Matt. It was definitely not <laughs> cultural appropriation. He was definitely embracing white culture um, to the fullest extent that one fullest can. extent. I
0: like, I have a, fri- I have a friend uh, who's really left, like, really, really left. She, But, you know, wonderful person. I care about her very deeply. And one year she went for her Halloween as a sexy Hitler. And
1: I wasn't even mad at her. <laughs> she pulled it off really well so that's the other thing is that 10-15 years ago people were like Halloween became a day that people could do the most offensive stuff and everyone was like it's Halloween and it, it that has changed where right. now it's like I mean it's still happening I, I saw someone that posted Um, he went as Aladdin well, he's Puerto Rican so he didn't like put on any kind of di- he just dressed up like Aladdin he, he didn't do a- brown face he didn't have to do brown face because he's he's Puerto Rican, right? Um, which th- I shouldn't say that there are white Puerto Ricans. Um, but he's 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 not. There are white. also he's black a Puerto
0: Ricans. I mean, you know, there's, oh, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. whole spectrum.
1: He is a a, a uh, when you think stereotypically of a Hispanic gentleman, he's he's that. He that. Yeah, and so he did not have to change anything to do Aladdin. But then some other woman dressed up, some other guy dressed up as I'm not hundred percent sure what he was, but he had exposed um, female breasts. And people kept touching them, and it's one of those things that like this is what happens at these Halloween parties, and now people are more offended. But yeah, Hitler, Hitler's crossing. I would say Hitler crosses a little bit of a line there, especially dressing a kid up as Hitler. Yeah, dressing um, a child up as Hitler,
0: it's it, it's on the it, line. Of, you're definitely uh, crossing
1: line there. Right? Yeah. You're at least on a line. If, if he was dressing up as Hitler,
0: like technically Halloween is supposed to be scary, and Hitler could be considered one of the scariest people who's ever lived. And it's like dressing up as Hannibal Lecter on a much larger scale. Good
1: point. You could say I'm dressing up as the most horrifying thing I could think of. Right. Are so, you scared? <laughs> you're a ghost. I'm Hitler. I'm Hitler. Um, um, so, so, yeah. But, but when you're also – you've got people in, that are debating the finer points of whether it's okay for a white kid to dress up as Moana or – you know some other uh non-white character and it's like and then then i saw someone who said that you that no one should dress up like elsa from frozen because it pushes the standard of white beauty yep i've seen that one i uh
0: i've seen don't dress up as like uh superman because it's ableist yep i've seen you know don't dress up <laughs> Don't dress up uh, as Native Americans because it's cultural appropriate, like a lot of cultural
1: appropriation. Uh, no one can do what Superman can do. No one. I have MS. Okay. I'm pulling that card. I've chosen to pull <laughs> that card now. And here's why I'm pulling that card, folks. I'm not disabled, but I have MS and I have difficulties as a result of that MS. I'm not offended. No one, at no point does pre MS, could I fly. Or shoot lasers out of my eyes, or uh make the time go back make the world's time go back by spinning counter counter to the earth's rotation which' real
0: quick, since you said that everybody on earth would have died in that instant like yeah. it w- like everything like gravity would have ceased to exist, yeah. everybody would have, like that made me so- I remember I was off. like thirteen going that
1: doesn't make any sense, yeah, yeah no that was that was uh that was some, you know, that was a little bit of creative license there. A little bit. We'll a it little it. bit. But Aplist. Yeah. To, I don't even get, no one can <laughs> do, okay. I don't even know where to go with that. So, yes. So, when you have people saying insane things like that, you are desensitizing people uh, to the concept of it. I think they think that when you keep, when you if you call everything Nazism, people go, oh, no. Oh, that's Nazism. Well, then I just will never think of it again. But that's not what happens. People naturally test boundaries, and if you say this is the boundary, well, I'm already outside of the boundary. Hello, Nazism. I'm not saying everyone's going to become a Nazi, but you just when you when you try to the more you bind someone up, the more the more normal things you put outside of that, which means everything that's outside of that can is being normalized. If I'm saying that right,
0: yeah. Um but yeah like and you see that a lot it's people always people on the left and the right both do it i'm not i'm not singling anybody out uh because everybody does it. Uh, libertarians are awful at it it's like you disagree with me you're a socialist like that's 100% what they do you know you violated uh, like, the nap you violated the nap which again if you ever violate my nap i am going to be highly upset because
1: i like sleeping um know, uh, I, you can't violate my nap. My nap is inviolable, <laughs> but like everybody does it. And each
0: time that you sit there and you yell at somebody, like it, you may call me a socialist cause I'm a minarchist and you're an anarchist. Right. And you're like, no, you're, you're a socialist. Like you, you're dumbing down the term that is socialism and you're making right. it where it's not as important of a word anymore. And yep. same thing with racist, same thing with Nazis, same thing with like any term that you are using as an insult. If the person isn't genuinely a racist, a socialist, a Nazi, a whatever, you're dumbing it down and making that word less important than it was before.
1: Right. In talking to someone about statism, whether it's minarchism, whatever else, I can talk about my belief that. Once you create any reason to have forced association, that it can eventually creep into those or, or does historically creep into those worse things. That's different than me saying, Matt, you're a socialist, right? Or you're a you're a communist, or you're a Nazi, or whatever. Because I'd have to call you a monarchist for that matter. I'd have to call you every form of statism from you know you know voluntary fee based service minarchism, which is basically where you are, to you know full on prison planet. You know, worldwide domination of every aspect of of your you know life with you know like Big Brother level government, right? Nineteen eighty four level government. Good old George. Um, Bryce, exactly. So I, I can't. I'm not going to do that. People do do that though, and they're just as silly as the left calling everyone racist. I just want to go through some of these comments. Uh, Tom Arnold, uh, who is running for Senate for the Libertarian Party for 2020 uh, U.S. Hmm. Senate, says Joe Biden the Jeffrey Rush of politics. Yes. Way to bring that all together, Tom. I like that. That's nice. That we need nice. to have you on, Tom, because you yes. Yes. The, I will. I'm I am with that. If 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 Joe Biden sends emojis, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. I know what Joe Biden emojis are. I can't even imagine what a Joe Biden emoji gram you, must be like.
0: You know it's a picture of like the child in an eggplant. Like
1: <laughs> like the baby and yeah. an eggplant. And an eggplant. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah. And then someone else wrote. He
0: only sends those to Bill Clinton though, because you know they get that
1: joke. Um... They do get that joke. He probably sent a lot of inappropriate stuff to to Obama. Um, so someone else said, "I know Kanye is cool or whatever now, but he is still a big piece of shit in my book." Let's not forget, he should have a place. In the Bible, oh yeah, he said something about he should. There should be something in the Bible about him, and he crashed. Whoever that was, Taylor Swift, music award. Kanye is a turd. Yeah, I've forgotten about the Bible thing. So I mean, he is as a. I don't even see that comment on mine. That's weird. Uh, oh, Michael Clark. Michael Clark wrote that. Oh, Michael Clark. Yeah. Um. And Victoria
0: Llewellyn, Michael Clark is the one that uh, put the review up on us that said yes, Michael Clark. Yes, welcome, Michael. Michael, welcome. Thank you for watching, Michael
1: Clark. Yeah, we love Michael. We love Michael. Thanks. Yeah. So, Michael. So, I don't think anyone's going to say Kanye's a, a humble or 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 even introspective individual. He is. He is pure ego at all times. And, um, which is how a lot of music people, it seems like music people are either like him or they're like the Jimi Hendrix, totally introverted, you know, inward type thing. It's like, it seems to be, I'm sure there are, I'm sure I'm forgetting ones who are more balanced, but he, he definitely is out there, um, on that and yeah, the Taylor Swift thing.
0: You've got the Kanye West or you've got the Elliot Smiths. Right. I don't know who Elliot Smith is.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't really know who Kanye is, so it's fair. Uh, there you go. Fair enough. You've either got someone I know or someone Matt knows. Right. Nothing. Um, there are no musical artists that both of us know. No, there um, aren't. That's actually pretty accurate. That's probably very true, unfortunately. Um, but my only thing is this. So you, you, you examine that whole where Kanye interrupted Taylor. And Kanye's out talking about you know, freeing uh, wrongfully imprisoned people. And uh, Taylor's telling you to vote uh, Democrat. Yep. So I don't. I don't. I'm. You know, going yeah. back in time. I'm like, yeah, Kanye, Beyonce should have won this award.
0: <laughs> I don't think he went about it the right way. And Taylor Lautner. Let's just take a minute to remember him for standing I'll next be- <laughs> for standing next to his girlfriend while Kanye West took the mic from her and he just.
1: It <laughs> yeah where's your where's your werewolf powers now taylor you lost a lot there were a lot fewer team not edward, edward was the vampire what's his name uh jacob jacob, jacob. you lost some team jacob i
0: am there. so embarrassed that i knew that i've never even seen those movies or read those books and i knew that
1: oh i've watched them all my wife has shown them all to me so i that's i'm embarrassed that i didn't know um, they're actually not bad. I mean, it is it is what it is. It's a angsty team rom com with vampires action. Um It is what it is. But um, but yeah, so you lost some some team Jacob people, not the least of which was me. Right, Ayla.
0: You could you could have been there for. You got players. all
1: swole up for the movie. Jacob
0: Jacob's Labelle, gone. yeah, mm-hmm. Jacob Labelle, still still here. He's one of the real ones. Thank you, Jacob Labelle.
1: Thank you, Jacob. Jacob, you are the reason why um, everyone can hear us. Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was, uh, that was helpful. That was Victoria helpful. Victoria the Llewellyn. She waved. Yeah, hi, but, Victoria. Hi.
0: hi. Um, yeah, so um, speaking, of, speaking of crazy people. Uh, <laughs> let me look at my notes. Speaking so we have uh, Donald Trump today.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Donald Trump today wants to make it so the uh former co host of the Muddied Waters of Freedom, and, cl- and actually the current co hosts of the Muddied Waters of Freedom. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Pretty much every anybody watching really, uh are no longer considered American citizens.
1: Yeah, I Right, so he wants to get rid of birthright citizenship. Right. The reasoning being that you he, know uh he,
0: he didn't say it, but you know, he was thinking, I'm tired of the anchor babies.
1: Anchor babies,
0: anchor babies, they come over with the anchor babies. Over
1: with anchor baby, your 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 Trump is way better than mine. Um, yeah, so he's you know, the whole thing is that you know, illegal aliens they come into my country illegally, they take my job, they and then while I work, work South Park, yeah, they take our derbs, they took the ticker turbs, and then. And then they, they right at work they pop out a kid and that kid is instantly an American citizen because of the Fourteenth Amendment, um, which was crafted during the just after the slavery era. Eighteen sixty
0: five. What's that? Eighteen sixty five. Eighteen
1: sixty five. Where and it basically and it, Or eighteen sixty eight. Eighteen sixty five or sixty eight. No, I don't remember. I thought it was sixty five. Anyway, I think it this. Um It. And so it ended the debate of whether or not um freed slaves were American citizens and therefore had the right to vote and 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 you know all that stuff, and it ended the debate by saying, if you were born in the u s, which at that point all slaves were because the slave trade had ended decades before right. um so every pretty much every slave that was there was born there, you are in fact an American citizen um, and there are many countries that have birthright citizenship or something close to it, so right. we're not we're not alone in that regard. Um, so what this would do is make it so that I, I, we don't, and this is why Matt said it could affect all of us. Okay, great. Right now, the process is if you're an American citizen, I mean, if you're born here, you're an American citizen. If you're born within the jurisdiction, whether it's in the continental US or Alaska or Hawaii or Guam or Puerto Rico or, or on an American uh, think, military base. Yeah, or even on a military base or in an embassy. Yes, the U.S. embassy. You are a uh, U.S. citizen by virtue of your birth, and all you have to do is, if there's any question whether you were born here or not, just demonstrate with, like, a, I guess, a birth certificate that you were born there. Right. Uh, As we all that,
0: remember you- from the Obama era, with Donald exactly Trump.
1: <laughs> from that awesome debate, and then followed up by the Ted Cruz, was he born on? Thank Earth? you,
0: Casey Neth, 1868. Was
1: it 1868? According to Casey Neth.
0: Well,
1: Casey Net, thank you so much. Thank you for fact checking us. Thank you, Casey. That's what you are all for because Steven does nothing. Steven does nothing around here. <laughs> just sits there and we're like, when was that? And he's like, Oh no. Oh. Oh. Jerk. <laughs> we're gonna replace Steven as soon as um We, we have, have money. Um, right. <laughs> um, so anyway, we don't so what does that get replaced with? Is it that your parents have to be citizens? Is it that they have to be here legally? Is it that they, we now all have to go through a naturalization process? Obviously not as babies, um, but is it that, you know... And at what re- point
0: do you get kicked out if you haven't gone through the naturalization process?
1: Right. So now instead of drafting people and saying you can't vote if you don't sign up for selective service or get a job with the government or any of the things that you potentially could get in trouble if you don't do it? Is it now you have to sign up for the I get to stay a citizenship, get to st- stay a citizen, even though I'm, um, you know, 18 or you know, I've been here my entire life? Um, so my initial response to any kind of whether it's voting or citizenship or anything is I don't want anyone to have it. Uh, I want the entire thing to go away. I understand the reality of voting. I'm still that way. Voting, there's no... I don't see a compelling uh, argument for allowing people to vote. <laughs> anyway, um, w- without going down that wormhole. Right. I
0: was like, let's not do that
1: one today. <laughs> um, That's uh, next week. Yeah, next week. Uh, when, when Trump decides that certain people shouldn't vote. Right. Um, when it comes to citizenship, what happens is when you deny people citizenship, you now are telling them essentially, essentially that they have to leave their property. So, one of my rare times of saying that someone should be given an acknowledgement by government. If you're going to have it, then I think that if you have lived here your entire life, that there's no compelling reason to kick that person out. Um, I, my preferred way would be to dissolve the concept of citizenship, but that's a whole other subject. Um, if it is going to exist, I don't think that you should be telling people that they that they that they have to t- telling a 16 year old that's been here his entire life or her her entire life. Uh, yeah, no, you got to go because your parents, you know, overstayed their visa or whatever. I, I, I've got a big problem with that.
0: And I'm, I'm going to say that uh, Jacob LaBelle just actually commented something that I was going to bring up. So thank you, Jacob Label. I, t- I can see this happening. That you need to be. A citizen in order to vote. You need to be a citizen in order to uh, get a driver's license. You need to be a citizen in order to get a library card. I don't know. Like, you you have to do these things in order to become a citizen. I'm wondering if there's going to be, like, a Starship Troopers sort of thing where in order to become a citizen, you have to serve X amount of time in the military or something like that. Like, I could see Trump going, okay, well, we're going to get rid of birthright citizenship, and now it's going to be, like, anybody that's here now who's already a citizen, you're going to be grandfathered right, in, but right. anybody else, you, by the time you are 21, I'll say just shooting it out. Cause I'm pulling all this out of my, out of my rectum at the moment. Right, right, right. Um, We have no idea
1: what they're going to say. Right, right. Right.
0: So by the time you're 21, you have to sign up for some sort of select, you, I guess it wouldn't really be selective service. Cause you're choosing to be a citizen. You're voluntarily <laughs> <Yeah>. signing up. <laughs> so, so voluntary, service. voluntarily serving, voluntary service uh in order to become a citizen and once you complete your voluntary service in space force fighting bugs uh you can uh then have all the rights of a citizen
1: you know we haven't been following the parallels here the man creates space force yep and now he's floating out there that we don't just get to be citizens right If we discover that there are bugs on other planets, oh man, it's we're we're going to be living Starship Troopers. We're going to be living Starship Troopers in oh. our time, um, or maybe some kind of hybrid between Starship Troopers and um, Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. Um, <laughs> Avatar. 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 Old Avatar! Old Avatar! Um, so, God.
0: Yeah so I like that was my first no, thought I was like good <laughs> I was like how is how if it's not going to be on birthright citizenship are they going to give us
1: a test in high school and you have to pass it or like what so I'm sooner thinking and again we have no clue um we have no clue nor do first of all nor do I think any of this is going to happen because I think if he did do it by executive order it would get struck down and I think that if they tried to take it up in Congress, this is a Congress that has a hard time passing budgets that enforce existing laws when it comes to immigration um, which i'm fine with but the the idea that they're going to strip future people of, you know that are born here of citizenship and create some kind of new system i I, I don't see it happening just because I, I don't think that I don't think that there's the the appetite to do that. If it did, I think it would look something more like if your parents are citizens, you're a citizen. If your parents are legal immigrants, you're a citizen. Um, If your parents are illegal immigrants, you're also an illegal immigrant and you can be deported at any time. The reality, again, the reality of the world we live in of a kid – that was born here 15, 16 years ago and is in high school and whatever else, and they discovered that his parents, you know, faked something on there. Because we always, when we think of illegal immigrants, we always think of the person that crossed the border. Most illegal immigrants came here legally and then just didn't stay, or they faked something on their visa uh, or or whatever to stay here. Um, I'm just picturing a scenario in which people are retroactively eliminated of their citizenship at 19 years old, 24 years old because they discovered that their parents lied on their visa application and therefore shouldn't be here. Um I, I just I, I I you know, people get all excited at the idea of stopping the anchor babies, but I, I don't I don't see how that actually plays out and people tolerate it. But yeah, we'll
0: see. I remember I was in I think I was in fourth grade the first time I heard the term anchor baby and it came from a teacher.
1: That was a, you know, I know it's now become an offensive term. But it was the whole idea was. I called Muhammad an anchor
0: baby for months. (laughs)
1: Oh, for months. Then he went and and served in the military. So even under the starship troopers, Mm. uh, he would be a starship citizen. He would be a starship citizen. If any of your ancestors, ancestors or you served in the military, Jacob said, well, then I'm clear because my dad served, um, but my, um, his parents um, did not. So my, a, my grandfather
0: awesome. tried to serve, but couldn't. So what does that mean? Like he had, he was like partially blind in an eye, so they didn't take him. So does that mean, would that preclude him?
1: I think there should be an "e" for effort clause, and right. in, um, in that situation, because he did try, he did try, he wanted to. Right. They said oh, it's your fault, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't see how it plays out, but um, I, I do think I think they're going to zero in. Any kind of removing birthright citizenship is going to zero in on people that are in the country illegally, because there's no appetite for making citizens do anything. Um, so uh, I, I don't see that happening. I think it's sooner that if you were if your parents were here illegally when you were born then you're not illegal you know you have to go through whatever process to try to remain here legally but again everyone keeps thinking anchor babies. imagine the scenario of someone who came here from wherever Russia um, France whatever Canada and they what's that Canada Canada. And uh, and they fake something on their visa and it's not discovered until a long time later, which means that they can be deported. But now it also means their kid that was born here 23 years ago can be deported. I ju- I, I'm just the I don't see the practi- the, the practical application of it um, that is going to be tolerable to the vast majority of voters. And I also don't. And therefore, I don't see how it even gets passed, nor do I see how...
0: how. I mean, I don't... He can't... with. He cannot circumvent the con- Constitution with executive order. He can't. In theory. He, in, in theory, theory, theory. To, yeah. Right. And I don't... I honestly think that he is doing that to rally his base right before the midterms with yeah, the knowledge yeah, no, this, that he yeah. can't do it. Yeah. And it, and it.
1: And it probably is going to work. Um, one of my, my friends shared the headline with me and said... Uh, uh it looks like they, where it said you know Trump is considering doing this by executive order and he said uh it looks like they misspelled uh republicans just assured their win in the midterm elections and honestly that's the kind of stuff you know if 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 Trump if if the republicans end up retaining the house and the senate and and do better than expected in in this upcoming midterm it will be largely because of immigration issues it will be be because of this caravan it will be because of the, um, th- th- this Trump thing and, and the reaction to it um, and, and it, it, because I, I don't want to get into too much. This is the kind of stuff I get into for 40 minutes on my show. Um, hmm. So tune in tomorrow and we'll talk about it. Um, but the, the end result of statism and the zero-sum economics that justify statism the, the logical conclusion of that is these various forms of nationalism uh, national socialism national um, national Bolshev- You know we talk about Nazis but not the Nazis the the national Bolsheviks which was essentially Stalinism um, this hardcore hyper nationalism because if you believe that statism is presumed on two things one that the people on this side of the border matter than people on the other side and two that the um, that, and that we need to be in association to protect us from them. And two, that there's only a fixed amount of resources, and we need to, you know, pr- we need to use the state to to best distribute those resources that the market can never do it on its own. Well, if we believe that there's only a fixed amount of resources and that we matter th- more than everyone else, then the, the the only logical conclusion to that is that we need to protect ourselves and our people f- and our resources from these others. So of course, so you know, y- you don't have long-term anyway, you don't have a state of society that doesn't eventually devolve into some form of nationalism. Um, so yeah, I think that the, 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 the party that pushes nationalism as, as incrementally as possible and without making it look mean, but just making it look like we're just protecting our own. Uh, I think that, I think that that wins more often than not. Yeah,
0: it does. Uh, I mean, it's been proven. It historically does. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. So,
1: um... speaking of
0: speaking of Florida, uh, <laughs> do speaking we have a Florida of Florida, no, we don't. Well, yeah, we do, kind of. Speaking of
1: Florida, which we didn't bring up at all,
0: but uh, speaking of Florida, uh, the fake pipe bomber.
1: Oh yes, the the well the the we don't know if the bombs were fake, but the, I wrote, Man, I'm no, the one who wrote fake, but the non-working pipe bomber. The,
0: those things. Yeah, they they were mortars. There were firework mortars on the outside of a tube with wires that don't look like they were actually connected to anything with digital clocks. on. I mean, again, it looked like Clock Boy made it. It uh, did
1: look like Clock Boy. And unfortunately, you're, you're – you're Man, I was really upset ridiculous. when. Man, so sad we, when it didn't end up being that – Yeah, last week we said that we thought that um, it was possible. That this was all a misunderstanding, and that Ahmed Muhammad, the um, clock boy, was just sending clocks to his favorite politicians, right?
0: To his favorite politicians and actors. Um, but instead, and bring that up. yes. <laughs> instead, it was Cesar Sayak Jr. Yep, Cesar Sayak Jr. from here in Florida. Before this, he was in New York. He was out of oh, New what? York.
1: I didn't. I didn't know yeah. that.
0: No, he's a, he, he was a New York Democrat who came down to Florida uh, and he switched his party affiliation, I believe in 2012.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah, um, he became a Republican. He is a, here's what I know about him. He may or may not be native American. There maybe. seems to be, yeah, it's back and forth on that one. Yeah. It seems to be, uh, he hasn't taken the, the Liz Warren uh, test there. Um, I still bet and, he's
0: more native American than Liz Warren. <laughs>
1: He definitely is more Native American than Liz Warren. I don't know what his ethnicity is, but it's definitely more uh, Native than that. Uh, But he is Filipino, or at least partially Filipino, and he is a a former stripper. Bodybuilder. Former male stripper. Bodybuilder. What's that? He's a bodybuilder. Yeah, bodybuilder and stripper. Those things kind of go together. Um, He was the... He's claimed to be... A part of the Chippendales tour, but Chippendales came out and said no. He's a part of a so, a, a phony group that uses our name uh, fraudulently. Or
0: yeah. So what I read was not that he claimed to be part of Chippendales, but that he was going around saying he was in, like, the advertising was for a Chippendales esque group.
1: Ah, uh, not- well, yeah. Because it came out that they, this group has been sued by Chippendales before for using their name or something. Like right. That. Anyway, so – but yeah, so he was a stripper. I guess he's somewhat of a minor celebrity. Mohammed probably knows him um, (laughs) because he he tends to go to all the Florida Trump rallies, and he's got all of his – he's got his van, and he's got all of his stuff. And so he's – I shouldn't say minor celebrity, but there are are people that have seen him before because he's very out there. Because the
0: van that he drives around in is just plastered with Trump stuff.
1: Plastered with Trump stuff. So are we – I like a good conspiracy theory. As much I love as a good conspiracy theory. So on the last show, we, we this was, I guess, the day before they found out, I guess it was Friday, they found out who it was. He was arrested for Saturday. On our last show, we had some interesting ideas. One was the the common one that the left is, you know, doing a false flag to make the right look violent so people vote for the left. And then uh, another fun one, which was the, the, the guy who... Uh, uh, what's his name, Matt? Um, narcissist cookbook. What's oh, Matt Johnston. Matt Johnston shared a theory with you, right? That it was the Saudis who were doing all this to get heat he, off of them. He, and that didn't, was actually-
0: he didn't think it was the Saudis. We actually just inferred that from what he said. What he was saying was it was the American government doing it in order to get the heat off the Saudis. But then we, oh. we took that and spun that into it was the Saudis.
1: The Saudis doing it. Yeah. 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 I actually, um, I, the American government's not really good at doing stuff that, that doesn't end up getting leaked a right. few years later. The Saudis, I could see doing that. Um, but so, yeah, so so I there mean, are still plenty of people saying this is fake, this is an obvious fake, because first of all, those bombs were I think we can all acknowledge at this point that those bombs posed no threat to anyone, no. um, whether he did it or not. Um, but uh, whether he actually did it or not, I don't, I, you know,
0: I honestly don't have any doubt that he is the person that did it.
1: I, I don't either, but I also mm-hmm. don't have any doubt that, that someone could fake it. Like, I really, it's truly one of those like. And he seems like he's
0: kind of out there, so like somebody could have done it, knowing that he was out there and been like, oh no, Cesar Sayoc Junior. did it, and he'd be like, yeah, no,
1: that was me, of course. Right. So he has this crazy rap sheet of all these uh, terrorist, uh, criminal charges. Yeah. 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 Including like death threats and and all sorts of fun stuff. So that could equally mean that he really did it, or it could mean that they found a perfect fall guy, this rabid Trump supporter who also has a a history of violent, uh, violent crime. So I don't know what to tell
0: you. And I mean, I want to take just a quick minute here to uh, bash the right a little bit more today. We we've been nice, yeah. We bashing both sides of the. We we've been we've been pretty good on both sides. um, but uh to to members of the right who are tweeting out things like one crazy individual does not speak for an entire group of people, perhaps <laughs> just maybe, just maybe we should uh remember that logic. Uh, the next time somebody who is Muslim goes and shoots someplace up and remember that it is not the act of one crazy individual that defines an entire
1: group of people and a black or Hispanic gentleman does something violent <laughs> is another example of not everyone as a, as a, as a group. Um, and the and the, the left does it too, you know. They're they're increasingly I, I saw a lot of this today where people were saying, you know, or not today but this week where people say, you know, we need to talk about white male violence, you know, because of these because of the shooting in Pittsburgh and and apparently because of Caesar Sayak, noted yeah. white male. Noted white um, male, Caesar Sayak. Who I mean, he's less white than George Zimmerman. Um but yeah, they're, uh they're about the same. They're roughly not they're both they're both, they're both You can call them racist, or you could say that they're anti-whatever, but they're certainly not white. Right. That I can tell you. Do you know George
0: Zimmerman went to my high school? Did he really? Yeah. Same year? or No, he graduated. uh, His brother, his older brother was in my sister's year, and she's a couple years younger than me, and he graduated two years after that.
1: Noted Florida man. No, George Virginia. I still say to this day, if the man's name had been Jorge Sabato, we would have never heard of it. Yeah. I, I think that was purely people jumped on the idea of a white man having done something. And it was right. like, that's
0: why like, they start calling him a white Hispanic. And I was like, I know that guy's brother. They
1: even lightened some of the photos. Look, whether or not you agree with what went down with the, 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 the Trayvon Martin thing, how that went. Um, and I think both sides generalized a lot. I think it was a lot more murky than either side wants to acknowledge. Right. All that aside, that man was not white. George Zimmerman is not white no one recognizes him or acknowledges him as white he's no. a hispanic guy with a with a with a uh white name white or anglo sounding name right. or actually technically german sounding name um he's, anyway right uh, uh the, so yeah so that happened
0: that 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 happened and yeah now they're doing the same thing with Cesar sayak hunier um <laughs> Say Zaire uh but they're doing this. Yeah, they're doing the same thing with him. Um, but and again, I'm not giving him a pass. Like we don't need to change the narrative here. We don't have to say, "Oh, look at this white guy uh, that's doing this." No, we just have to say, right. "Look at this guy that's doing it.
1: Look at this violent guy who who or, or or guy who wanted to scare people or or whatever." Right. Um, you know, assuming that that he's who who really did it because he's. I mean, a he's guilty. He's innocent until proven guilty in a court right. of law, and B. At this point, I don't believe anything 100%. Like if it came out that that the Saudis set this guy up or the American government did or the Democratic National Convention yeah nothing nothing surprises me anymore or it turns out it was this guy, whatever. But uh this is not I've yet to see anyone say that we need to talk about Filipino violence. No. <laughs> like and nor should we because well, this I actually I
0: have heard people say we need to do something about the the violence in the philippines
1: in the philippines right over there over over once hair. Hair, they're here they're fine once they're here they're fine here they're good uh, um, but yeah so i mean it, 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 if if he did this it reflects on him it reflects on his choices not 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 maga people not, not all maga, MAGA people, people not filipinos or white people right. no
0: and you know like we we actually talked about this a couple of months ago when the Catholic church had the big thing in Pennsylvania, 400. Your, your,
1: your, your Pulitzer worthy article that you wrote. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where, you know, don't lump everybody into a group. Good people are in all groups. Like stop doing that. Um, But uh, yeah, we, we talked about it then and you know, Yes. Some people who are Muslim will go and do awful things. Some people who are white, obviously, like the, uh, what's the guy's the name?
1: Shooter, Yeah. The synagogue shooter, Robert Sene-
0: Bowers, Robert Bowers, um, Robert Bowers. Like he did something bad. This Filipino guy who is a stripper, uh, <laughs> sure. Um, why not? Cause why not? Uh, I'm- this Filipino stripper, um, is not a good guy. Like you can have bad people and the entire sum of the group does not like of everybody else that meets that narrative, uh, doesn't have to be fit into that same box. Like just because
1: uh, no, absolutely. Right. Just because
0: Joe Biden inappropriately touches little girls doesn't mean that all Democrats inappropriately touch little girls.
1: Uh, Jeffrey Rush. Is sending dirty emojis to women and then touching them in their sternum and then right, a, their right, torso and then across the middle
0: the right and across. Right. Um, that yeah, doesn't mean that across. all British actors, all Academy Award-winning British actors, are sexual deviant perverts.
1: Yeah, don't don't lump Sir Anthony Hopkins into into this group because <laughs> that's not right. Or
0: even Sir hey, Michael Caine, hey, who didn't deserve Best Supporting Actor in two thousand.
1: Which which one is that?
0: Uh, Michael Caine won best Act, best supporting actor in 2004, Cider House Rules, in which he beat out Tom Cruise for Magnolia.
1: Which is wrong.
0: Which is wrong.
1: We're not going to call him a rapist.
0: No. Sexual... We're not going to push put him into the same
1: boxes. No, we're just going to say that it was wrong that he won an award for that. Right. That's he's, what we're he's gonna not going
0: to but... be in that Jeffrey Rush <laughs> Jeffrey I mean, Rush any, box.
1: Anyone listening to this or watching this? Think of your identity, your race, your gender, your religion, your belief system, your whatever. I guarantee you that anyone can very quickly come up with, in one of those cases, at least one person who did something absolutely horrific. Whatever, yes. Either it's by race, by religion, by belief system, by you know, your politics, your, the state you live in, your ethnicity, your nationality, your gender, your whatever, your sexual orientation – We can find at least one horrific thing that happened relatively recently, and that has nothing to do with you. So don't do that to other people.
0: Right. Stop doing that. All Trump supporters are mad because some guy mailed out fake bombs. No. No, he's not. No. No, he's not. No,
1: he is not. He is not. Speaking of, what is the final thing here? We really hit all this stuff. Oh, so we actually briefly touched on this. So there was a shooting... Uh, in a, uh, over the weekend at a, uh, a synagogue in Pittsburgh, uh, I think what was it? 12 people died, 11, 12, 11, 12, 11, something, like yeah, something like that. Uh, the shooter is Robert Bowers, who or Bowers, I'm not sure how to pronounce I'm that. I'm certain that's Bowers. Um, what's that? I'm certain that's Bowers. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's Bowers. Um, I've just become so like trigger shy about pronouncing people's names. <laughs> um, but but Robert Bowers, um, and uh, he did not like Trump, but not because he was a people. I saw someone. Say, he was a Trump hating Democrat. No, 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 He didn't like Trump because he said Trump was a glo- globalist cuck. And, uh, and he, the, the country's run by Jews. And you uh, <laughs> really call him a globalist cuck. We call him a globalist. I think I, I think I added cuck. They oh. <laughs> call him a globalist. He said he was not an, uh, uh, he did not want to make America great again. He was a globalist and he was, he was friendly with the Jews. Um, which his daughter is Jewish and he's awful friendly with her. So yeah, um, <laughs> so he's definitely friendly with a Jew at the very least. Um, <laughs> I'm certain Jared
0: Kushner is pretty, you know, amicable am
1: Sure, he's great. With he has Jared doing all sorts of stuff. So he, at bare minimum of two Jews, he's good with. Um, I've n- I've never uh, I have no reason to think that Trump uh, doesn't like me because I'm Jewish. Uh, I will definitely say that. Um, so anyway, so this guy he, he didn't like Trump because of that, and he is against the HIAS, which is a Jewish based uh, group that's in favor of helping refugees. For some reason, I, I'm not sure if this mosque was a uh, mosque. The synagogue was associated with that group Insane but right. he mentioned that group in his uh, he posted on Gab, which has now been shut down. It's a social media site that's mostly right-wing people, but their whole thing is that they support free speech. So they got shut down by their uh, hosting provider after this, um, but anyway, so so he did this shooting, and they tried to pin it on Trump, uh, even though he didn't like Trump. So can't pin this one on Trump, right? Can't if anything, pin- you, can, you can blame Trump for liking Jews too much. Right, that apparently what triggered this guy.
0: Right, he he was
1: he was too Semitic. Pro Semite, yeah, pro Semite. was too pro Semite. He was the Matt uh, Matt Wright of uh, of the White House,
0: <laughs> yeah, of presidents.
1: And that he's friendly with at least one Jew,
0: right? At least uh, one.
1: The Matt Wright of presidents, if you can make that analogy with me. Um, so yeah, so that you can't blame that on Trump. Um, you can blame it on the idea of nationalism, but I know people who are nationalists rabid nationalists who say all sorts of fun keyboard warrior stuff. It would never hurt me or anyone else. Right. This is blamed again on this guy who this guy decided for whatever justification he used to kill people. And there's nothing inherent in nationalism that says you have to go out and murder everyone. It's not a good ideology, but it's not, it's also, it's not Nazism and it's not saying that you have to go kill people. He chose to kill people. So it's not, Let's blame him. Let's not blame the the weapon he chose to use, or people that also think things similar to him, and definitely not a sitting president that he doesn't like. So there.
0: Speaking of people who are coming into the country that we don't want, caravan. (laughs) We
1: We didn't touch on the caravan. Oh, the caravan. Yeah, the caravan. Well, we sort we briefly mentioned it. So the caravan. I think it's what four thousand, five thousand. Um, I man,
0: the number I see it changes all the time. It's like it's four thousand, it's eight thousand, it's fourteen thousand, it's four thousand. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: so I, I I think there have been some Mexicans and and uh, Guatemalans that have joined it along the way, but the caravan is now somewhere in Mexico. Um, I'm not sure where. Um, they were offered uh asylum in Mexico, where they'd get to stay and receive some benefits, and they said no, we're going to America, America. and they are. Um, I'm not sure where they are. But then I, I read an article. I didn't. I actually didn't read the article. I just saw the headlines that now they want transportation. Um, oh, they uh, they want us them. to
0: provide transportation.
1: I'm not sure who they want to provide. I don't know if they're just asking for people to donate gas money or what. I, I don't. I I just saw that they are asking for transportation. So I'll tell you what. The ch- chutzpah... <laughs> If you will.
0: The chutzpah.
1: <laughs> of um if they are asking either the mexican or u s governments for transportation or money for transportation that i'd have to give them a, i'd have to give them one of these for that because that uh that is awful ballsy that is
0: that is exceptionally that is exceptionally testicular
1: so it's when you th- consider that Trump has just sent i think fifty two hundred uh military personnel to help with border security duties they're not um Combat troops at the, you know, they're not at the border, you know, with turrets waiting to shoot everyone down, but they're they're there to, their national guards to um, help with overall border enforcement, engineers, and uh, presumably to free up more border agents to do the actual like physical stuff. Right. Um. But and supposedly he's going to be sending more too. Um. So to then say, hey, can you can you bring us some jeeps or humvees to, to help us come? I, I don't think that's what they're asking. I wish I had read it before this, but yeah, he uh. They look, you know, I'm, I'm an anarchist. So if they want to come here, I don't really care if they can find property where they're welcome. That's fine. Um, if there are people that want to hire them, host them, house them, I don't, uh, I don't particularly care. That's me. Um, I don't want to pay for you to live here. Uh, but I don't want to pay for anyone to live here. Like I, I, you know, I'm just as strongly like my, if my neighbor has a kid, that's a cute kid. I'm not paying for him. Right. Um, so it, I, you and know, it's I'm the same not way that with cute
0: that. anyway. What's that? It's Probably not that cute of a kid anyway.
1: It's ugly as hell. I don't want to pay for that. <laughs> um, uh, You know, show me a cute kid and then we'll talk. But I, I'm bringing an ugly kid around here and ask for you know, Wick. God, um, people watch this. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so uh, you know, I don't know, but but the if you're already asking for. Presum- presuming that they're asking a government to provide them with transportation, it's not looking good in terms of your prospects of of, of what. But it, it may be that they're that they're asking for donations. Right. Uh, Jacob wrote, supposedly Soros mm-hmm. is funding transport. I have no idea. I have no. I, 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 I follow this only tangentially um, because um, I don't really care if they get here or not. I'm not like that worried about it. Yeah. And I think it's an overblown thing. When you think of how many people cross the border illegally every day. I don't know that three thousand is enough to even make a dent in that number, for that day.
0: No, I bet no. I can't imagine that it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up real quick. Um, But uh, yeah, everybody's been saying that you know this is a huge okay. Everybody's saying this is a huge political thing, which it is, and it's and and it's politically a huge thing. Politically, it's a huge thing, and it's going to alter the uh, the the midterms immensely. Um, I don't think it's going to work out well for the Democrats personally, but that's just that's just me. Um, yeah, I don't
1: think it is. I think, and I think a lot of people that are still saying they're going to vote Democrat are wincing right now and thinking, mm, "I'm scared of these Hondurans," and they're going to vote. They're going to vote Republican. I real I think that's going to happen. Right. If, if it turns out, if the polls end up turning out to be very, very, very wrong, it will be because of this caravan.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at that. Washington Post: My migrant caravan demands transport as second group enters Mexico. So here's, I'm going to actually uh, steal from the former co-host Mohammed Shaker, who said, the all of these people, all of these people are moving through all of these very friendly socialist nations to try to get to a capitalist one, a semi-capitalist one. Right, and, right, and, and you know. Probably one of the closer to pure capitalism in the world, but still not. Um, it has one of
1: the freer markets in right only in the Americas.
0: While taking flags, American flags, and uh, spray painting swastikas on them and calling the leader a Nazi, and this is the land they're trying to
1: get to. Why? Are they doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Let us in, you Nazis. Listen, so this is this is where the whole concept of nationalism breaks down because it's in many ways illogical. These people are still very much patriotic Hondurans. Yes. And they've been conditioned to dislike the United States while simultaneously recognizing that this is the most prosperous area in the Americas, mostly because of relatively free markets. There is some theft that has happened in the, in the, in the, the uh, you know, with the military uh, leveraging, uh, like, for example, in, I think it's Honduras, where, um, you know, the, the U.S. military in the past and the CIA, actually, it's whatever country makes most of the bananas. I think it's Honduras. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: the, that's where they're from is Honduras. So.
1: I, well, and I think this was Honduras where this happened. The CIA uh, introduced blight to destroy their banana crop. Um, uh, unless they stayed, uh, you know, politically aligned with the U.S. So, I mean, the, the U.S. is bullies. The U.S. government does a lot of bullying. The vast majority of U.S. wealth is as a result of relatively free markets, increasingly less so, but for the most part, as free of a market as you can get on this side of the, the you know, in the in the Western Hemisphere or really any of the hemispheres. Um So they know that, but then they've also been conditioned to hate the U.S. Now, I can understand hating the U.S. government because of things that they've done while simultaneously um, recognizing that that's possibly the best place for you to go. Uh, It's not really a good look, though. Right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to come into a place – like, if I'm getting ready to walk into a restaurant, let's say I'm going to Ruby Tuesdays. Right. I'm not going to sit outside and burn the menu – (laughs) <laughs> and be like i hate ruby tuesdays the all you can eat salad bar screw you. you salad bar right just screw it screw it all and then try to go in they wouldn't and then let go him. in and say I'll I'll
1: have the burger
0: please
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not at the very least it's garbage optics because the major the vast vast majority of americans they like the flag. They like the you know the the things around the U.S. They don't associate those things with the government. Which I think I think we tend to associate other countries' flags with their government, and we associate our own flag with us. It's a it's a personalization of our uh, icons and and a depersonalization of theirs. Um, unless you're into soccer, then you associate it with their soccer team. Um, but so I think you know they're. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I would presume that they are saying that they're against actions of the U.S. government. But you're 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 not. Yes, uh, J- Jacob said, make Ruby Tuesday great again. Absolutely, yeah. people are coming into Ruby Tuesday. They're bringing disease. They're bringing bad tips. They're bringing. Oh, that ain't changing uh, at Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> what's that?
0: That's not changing at Ruby Tuesday. Uh, I'm a Ruby Tuesday <laughs> alumna. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Ruby Tuesday alumnus. Like I, I know what's going to happen to the people who work there.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so it's not a, it is not a, uh, it's not a good look. I can tell you, I'm an anarchist, but if I'm going to someone's country, if I'm going to another country, I'm not burning their flag right. or um, any of that stuff. Really. i to be pretty polite trying to get in. So, well, but yes, uh, politically, I think politically this is way bigger than what it actually is. 3,000 people is a drop in the bucket compared to the amount of migration that happens to and from the. US on a daily basis. Um, politically, this is big, and I don't think I think it it energizes maybe a fifth of voters to vote Democrat, and it energizes 70 so, yeah. percent
0: so many Republicans.
1: So many Republicans, and it gets a lot of people in the middle who aren't really sure what they think politically. They're looking and they're going, these people are invading, they're burning our flags. I didn't even know all that. I haven't been following it that closely.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they were burning, like, I think they were burning the flag. I know, I I saw pictures of them spray painting swastikas onto them and, like, waving them. And it's just like, why would you want to go somewhere where you
1: think they are literal Nazis? That is a that is a, this would be like if the left right now was like literal Nazi uh Jair bolsonaro got elected in Brazil, let's all go there, let's get there, let's get there so yeah, so i i i, I don't know what to tell you right. I think that uh again, I don't and, care if they come here or not, but i I do think that they're they are politically asking for a situation that pre- results in them not being allowed to come here right so
0: they uh so being the being that uh, it's a huge... It's more politics than it is anything else because I don't think many of them will be able to get in. I think most of them will probably stay in Mexico. Uh, probably. A bunch of them are going to try to get in with 5,200 troops going to the border. Like, I don't really know... Are they going to use deadly force to keep them out? Like, I'm really...
1: Most of those troops are support people. They're engineers, they're military police. They'll be involved, but when people think troops going to the border, they're thinking like, you know, they're setting up, uh, you know, firing lines or whatever, and they're going to mow down anyone coming across. First of all, that's not really how the border is. Most of the border, you wouldn't even be able to tell which part is the U.S. and which part is uh, Mexico. And it's through those areas that the vast majority of just people that are crossing illegally so there's two types of people crossing illegally. One do it that way. They just walk through the wilderness. Um, and it's hard to catch them because it's hundreds and hundreds of miles of just desert. Um, even if there were a fence or a wall there, they, they could get over that. And it's impossible to man that long of a territory without putting a hundred thousand people out there. Right. Um, the other way they do it is they, they come in, you know, through box trucks and, you know, fake p- passports and, you know, coyotes sneaking them in in the, the undersides of sprinter vans and whatever. So, I mean, um, a lot of people don't have a concept of how many people are are coming in legally and illegally 3000 melds into that. Like it's almost not even there. Um, so additional troops, does it make it harder overall? Yeah. Are they going to be able to report more detainments? Absolutely. Because there's more people there to do stuff. I think whether or not these 3000 or 5,000 or whatever are able to get in or not, I think it's going to be a mixed bag, whether they're able to get in or not. And I think that it will be largely, uh, irrespective of many additional actions taken. This is all optics, all the way around. All of this is optics uh, for, for political purposes. And I think it'll help the Republican.
0: Yeah, I do too. Mm. I think I think that the Republicans are going to pay off. So uh, what I was going to say is that here in Florida, mm. at this point, as of yesterday, okay, in early voting, the Republicans were up by 65,000 votes in early voting.
1: Is that common? Like, no. how does that normally play out?
0: Last in two thousand sixteen, at this point, the Democrats were up by a hundred thousand. Oh, yeah, and it's like that everywhere.
1: If if this election goes. Because I don't think it's going to be blue wave or red wave. I think it's going to be a lot closer than most people think. If we end up with a red wave election, where like Republicans gain, you know, several seats in the in the Senate, and you know, either gain seats in the House or only lose a couple, and you know, do well with the governors' mansions. Put it this way: if Ron DeSantis beats it's Ron, right? The, yeah. DeSantis, yeah. If DeSantis it's DeSantis beats Gillum and Scott beats um nelson florida is pretty much a bellwether usually whoever wins florida wins the country right um i don't know how true that is in the midterms but i know it is in the presidential election but if republicans do as well as what that number just demonstrated then i can't even imagine
0: yeah i was talking i was talking with a guy uh yesterday who does a lot of work with the gop and he was telling me some numbers and across the nation Across the nation, Republicans are up in early voting everywhere.
1: I had read that, but I also hadn't, I hadn't checked to see if that was true in general. I, I didn't, I, I don't, I don't follow that stuff. Um, so Jacob has said two things. One is my cousin's fiance is illegal. She's from Australia. So Jacob, I know a ton of people who are here uh, illegally and like over half of them are not Hispanic. Like there's, we we you know, again, you you hear illegal, and for most people, the first thing they think is the stereotypical Mexican swimming across the Rio or whatever. Um, Like most illegals are people that came here, including from Mexico, they came here legally and then just didn't leave. And then just didn't leave, yeah. That's the easiest way to do it. If you have the money to be able to get a visa and and the wherewithal to be able to do it and come here that way it's basically the honor system. The the visa system, they pretty much just wait to see, if you overstay your visa, they wait to see if you get in trouble and then they pop you then. So if you get a DUI or you get a, you know, a, a domestic violence, um, they just don't have the wherewithal to watch the millions of people that are in the country uh, on a visa to make sure that they leave when they say they do. And if they don't, to then try to track them down and, and whatever, they really rely on, well, if they're not criminals, then we don't care. And if they are criminals, then we'll, you know, they're, they're you know when they get when they get their uh, documentation run through when they get arrested we'll catch them then and then we'll we'll send them home um, but that's uh, that's that's very common very for, common for, I had never heard Australia but I've heard I mean I I know people here illegally from Russia from um, the Philippines a lot of people here illegally from the Philippines uh, I know
0: that uh, when oh god what was it
1: Thailand what's that uh, they were having
0: that big civil war with the Ukraine they were having a huge civil war back in 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ukraine. That's another one. Yeah, and bunch it's, of a bunch of them. A
1: uh, bunch of illegals from the Ukraine were coming in, and um, Romanians. There's a ton of illegal Romanians yeah. here. Uh, Lithuanians. Anyone that come on these B1 visas or J1 visas or whatever. Um, student. Tons of people who come here on student visas never even show up to school, and uh, and and you know go get jobs under the table. So there's a ton a ton ton of illegals yep. that are here and they are you wouldn't even know some of them you wouldn't even know they're immigrants um you know depending on how good their english is you maybe you think they're immigrants but you wouldn't cons- you yeah you that they would be citizens or something like you would at least think that they were green carded at the very least you would think that yeah. um and then and then jacob also said minnesota is going red for once trust me Jacob if Minnesota goes red in this midterm then that means a lot of other places are going red too and i can't even ima- like i almost fear for if it goes that decidedly for republicans it will arguably be a harder pill to swallow for the left especially the anti like the hardcore anti-trump left um well, I, I guess that's sort of redundant, the left, (laughs) that'll be hard, as opposed to the pro-Trump left, the the left, um, because this will mean not only are they wrong and and the voters disagree with them, it will also mean that Donald Trump has been president for two years, not just the candidate, has been president for two years, and the majority of voters said, yeah, okay. And that will be... Put it this way it'll be fertile ground for my anarchist propaganda because they're uh, gonna have a lot of people that are not gonna give a crap about America anymore, um or at least not the American government so um I think anti that'll be quite a recruitment tool for Antifa, put it that way
0: right uh, so last week, gotta go back to last week's page so last week, uh, we were saying we were taking bets on the election um, we both said. That Republicans keep the Senate. Uh, you said that they're going to gain two seats. Uh, I think I said
1: two seats, I'm, and I'm still sticking with that. I'm I'm I'd say around two seats, yeah, right.
0: And then I said that the Democrats will pick up less than 18 seats in the House, and you said the Democrats will gain the House,
1: yeah, but but like just so I think it's 23 they have to gain to right. get the House, I think they're going to get like. 25 like i think it's going to be really close or they could just as soon get 18 i think it'll be in that high teens low 20s range and whether it's just enough to to win or not i think it'll it'll be close i think Um,
0: i'm still sticking with my 18 and i still think that the republicans keep the senate and i think that they're going to pick like i think that they're going to pick up a seat or two in the senate
1: yeah yeah this is a very um good year for Republicans yeah. in terms of the, the seats that are being defended on their side versus on the democratic side. So even in a poor, even in a system, even in a situation where, where Democrats gain 40 seats in the house, they still conceivably will lose like one or two seats in the Senate. The, the, the Democrats will. So um, it's kind of an odd anomaly. One thing that got said um, um, that got said last week, I think it was Jacob who said it was, you know, the Republicans always keep the house. That's usually true. Um obviously in the 06 election they lost it and the, but then they got it right back in 2010. Um and that was in the height of 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 an anti-Bush hysteria that I'm not seeing with with Trump right now. No. Um, and and then and then kept because of anti because of the pro Obama hope and change thing that I'm also not seeing right now. D- Democrats are not uniting around anyone. No. They, like do they, not have a, they, they don't have a strong candidate for 2020. They don't have a strong anything. They don't have a strong, compelling, pro, anti-Trump, their anti-Trump that they're going to put up. They don't have that. Um, and they also don't have... I don't think the anger for Trump is where they think it is, like it was in 06. There was palpable anger, including on the right. The right didn't like Bush right. by 06. Right.
0: They were tired of the war. They retired were were, of the war. There was no they. They never found weapons of mass destruction. They were tired of the war. The housing crisis was about was getting started in certain all areas. But, yeah,
1: all but going. Yeah, and then it also, um, right before that, uh, Bush kind of punted with a similar border thing. You know, uh, illegal immigration was through the roof. Um, and he was essentially pro illegal immigration. He didn't say that, but he just had no interest in in enforcing it. Um, and the right was not happy about that conversely, Trump has his base fired up. I I don't, I, you know, I, I still think the Democrats are going to get it. I just don't think it's going to be what they think it is. They're talking about 50 seats and all this. That's not going to happen. happen.
0: No, I, happen. and, and I'm still on the, I don't think Democrats are going to get it.
1: I don't think so. And you could very well, I, I I'm where I am is just on, on as much as they could not get it. And if it, if, if, if what you just said about the early voting—that it's you know sixty-five thousand normally, or one hundred thousand Democrats in in twenty sixteen—and that it's sixty-five thousand ahead for Republicans—if that bears out in that's actual, that's just here in Florida. But if that Florida's a bellwether, no, you're right, you're right. If that bears out as an as a nat it, where you actually get a red wave, the red tsunami that I keep seeing on the on all the walkaway pages. Um, I'm just glad I don't live near any real hardcore leftists because that's going to be. I mean, that will be. There will be. We'll have to do an over under on arrest the day after that one because that will be a tough one. And then we'll do another over under on the actual day of the inauguration, the swearing in of the new Congress. That will be a fun day, man. Um, the,
0: the swearing in of the new. Would you, uh, what is that? January twenty first or whatever. It's yeah. It's the end of
1: January next year. Yeah. Um. Whenever that,
0: whenever that day happens. Uh, if you are a tourist in around DC, don't go. Just don't go.
1: Just leave the beltway. Yeah. Um get get outside of four ninety five immediately. Exactly. Get completely outside of all the ninety-fives. Go into like Pennsylvania, Western Virginia, get to like south of Frederick. Just get, you know, get around them. Right. So yeah. So my prediction stays the same from last week. I haven't seen anything except what you just said to right. compel me to uh, to really change that. I guess what I would say is I'm I'm slightly more leaning towards the possibility that I could be wrong. <laughs>
0: that's fair. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much everything that we got for today. I'm good to yeah. go. Cool. Uh, so next week we have our uh, big election, big election specials. Is that next week? That's next week. That's Tuesday. Tuesday's election what
1: day. Crap! I knew it was Tuesday, but I thought it was two Tuesdays from now. No, it's next week. Election day election stravaganza election stravaganza muddied election extravaganza of tuesday yep
0: so we will be broadcasting the election
1: live with all
0: updates with all updates talk doing our normal shtick that we do while announcing winners and losers um mainly the losers uh, and we'll be will we be
1: taking calls too we will
0: we be yes we will be definitely be taking calls that day uh we'll definitely be taking calls that day uh, to have people call in and talk about what they think about um, what they think about what happened in their particular elections.
1: Yes, one one last thing. Jacob wrote, "I'm going to up at Ohio, Wisconsin, and Iowa are going red." Jacob, if uh, Minnesota goes red, Iowa, uh, Ohio, and Wisconsin are also going. Man, red.
0: Wisconsin's <laughs> pff, maybe, um, but. Pff. If Minnesota goes, yeah, I could see that.
1: If Minnesota goes, a lot of states are going. That'll be a true red wave if Minnesota goes right. Um so yeah, so uh next Tuesday, but so this week, tomorrow, I am interviewing the beautiful, lovely Paul Gordon and his daughter, little Paul Gordon. Little Paul Gordon. Little Paul, little Paul Gordon. Little, and we're talking little about Paulita Gordon. Paulita Gordon. And we are talking about, uh, uh, we're talking about uh, a bunch of stuff. But mostly we're, ta- we're going to talk some about uh, unschooling and homeschooling. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, probably quite a lot. Because uh, Paul Gordon comes on and we talk for at least a couple hours. Right. So, um, unlike this show, which is very brief. <laughs>
0: filled so with the brevity here at the Muddy Waters brevity, of Freedom.
1: Muddy Waters of Brevity. And, uh, and then on Thursday is the writer's block.
0: Right, still TBD on what's going to happen. I'm probably just going to do an AMA.
1: That's fine, too. You won't believe what's going to happen on the writer's block on Thursday, so tune in. And then Tuesday is the election apocalypse.
0: Election-pocalypse.
1: El- the muddied election-mageddon. Yep. Of freedom. Fahrenheit 11.9. Um, <laughs> That's going to be pretty cool, so I'm looking forward to that. So is my lower back. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> my lumbar region can't wait for that show.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's going to be a long
1: one. That's going to be an. That's going to be a. a, a uh, the polls. A the campaign. polls close. Like I don't really care about what
0: happens on the left coast because I mean we already know.
1: Oh, by the yeah yeah yeah, we'll know before by the time their polls close, we'll already know who won. Yeah, we know how theirs goes. Um. So yeah. So guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you on my show tomorrow. We'll see you on Match Show on Thursday, and then we'll see you again here for the election
0: uh, Extra- apocalypse. election apocalypse, election, election extravaganza,
1: election apocalypse extravaganza again. <laughs> on, right here at Muddy Waters of Freedom. So thank you again for tuning in. And where we're going, we don't need roads.
0: I got more to learn and I know I know it all, could never know it all, I keep on learning That's to live encouragement, it takes encouragement, got a to plan, a to the of confidence and then you know it. shit, no matter what it takes, let it take all it needs, I will never hit the brakes, cause I got you, you with me, uh, I'm just living, when it comes to limitations, I don't listen, oh, i at match Griffin, yeah. Take my hands, it'll be okay. Close your eyes and let them fade away But I ain't got time to play The haters come away Say what they gonna say Treat them like my fears And keep on staring them back in the face Keep living like there's no other day after today Then day after tomorrow Two sets closer to being great Uh, Cause that's my fate If not that's fine Only way to lose is if we never even try Preach Take my hand It'll be okay Close your eyes